And why'd he make you so special? Why did he bless you? Think about it. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Gotta smile when I say that shit. I woke up this morning. All right, it's a little live. Let's yeah. do this. That's what I usually do. I just push the button and just say we're live. We're live. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited. Here we are. <laughs> I'm Don the Clown. So, like I said, usually I prepare for these and like have some questions loaded, but I mm -hmm. think you and I... Oh, we're live with Sarah Dobbs, by the way. Sorry, I didn't... Per I I didn't yeah, I didn't uh, introduce your name, but oh, okay. I think we can just roll with whatever. Yeah, we usually just find random things to talk about, so I feel Absolutely. like this will work. Let's Absolutely. do this. So, the start-off question is, and this is all I prepared, okay. took a lot of thinking, <laughs> are Wiz Khalifa and Mia Khalifa related? I honestly used to think so. No <laughs> like, I literally <laughs> thought so. And then I realized that she was, like, a porn star. And I was like, probably not. Like, he's, like, a younger guy, so it can't be his daughter, but they don't look alike. You know, like, yeah. Well, they could be cousins. I guess they could. They could, like, be, like, distantly related, but, yeah, I don't think that they're related. In She's, the grand scheme of things. She apparently bought a Lambo. For real? Yeah. Porn's the industry to be in. I know. I know, right? It just... Hmm. Wild. But, yeah, so, um... I actually have thought about that a lot. That's, like, a common question. Really? Like, me and my friends talk about, yeah. That's funny, because that was just a random question that came... Because I played a Wiz Khalifa song earlier. Yeah. And then, uh... And then I was like... I don't know, me and Khalifa's name came to mind for whatever reason. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to ask that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I like Wiz, though. I do. I like Wiz. I can't vouch for Mia, but, um, because I don't see her work. <laughs> no, I love Wiz. Yeah. I haven't seen her work. I haven't seen her artistic abilities. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. All right, I'll take your word for it. I don't think I'm going to go Google her or anything. I think I'll... Just, no, she's she's honestly like. I don't uh, even know what she actually looks like. I've like I've seen her like once. She's like, uh. Is she white? She, I think she's like Middle Eastern. Okay. Or something, something along those lines. That's, okay. So but she's she's found a way to make her work like herself into mainstream media. So. How? Like, what does she do? Like the the way I see it is whenever you're like you do anything like any form of entertainment. Mm -hmm. And you are, like, your name is well-known. Like, you are a personal brand, regardless if you're yeah. a porn star, a sports player, a podcaster, a uh, news anchor, like, I whatever I guess you're right. Is. Like, Disney Channel stars, like, they all start on Disney Channel, and then they're, like, all, like, singers or, like, I don't know. They just, like, I don't. I feel like they're all singers. Like, they all, like, just drop acting and become singers. And, so like, you true. Just, like, it really is. Like, think about, like, Hannah Montana. She's not, like, in movies, really. She's just off, Her like, name's Miley Cyrus Yeah, now. but, like, she was Hannah Montana, you know? <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I went to her concert when I was in, like, fourth grade. Really? It was wow. awesome. It was awesome. Did you get the best of both worlds? Oh, yes. I got the best of both worlds <laughs> in the party in the USA. And there everything. you go. It was awesome. Yeah. But, uh, no, I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, there, there are a lot of people, like, in our generation that, like, we kind of watched as little kids. Yeah. That, they were originally these innocent people on Disney Channel. Now we're watching them become who they are. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of cool, but kind of sad all at the same time. <laughs> like, it's like, there goes your childhood, but... True. It, yeah, like, everybody's got to go. You know, I think, uh, so. I, I didn't... She was probably my least favorite of all of them, but it's probably my favorite. I love Miley Cyrus now. You're, you're a big Miley yeah. Cyrus fan? I didn't like her when she, like, went crazy, you know? Like, mm -hmm. Probably like 2012 or whatever when she did like the wrecking ball stuff. She went and all that. fucking insane. She was nuts. Too. It was wild. But so I like didn't really like her. I, it wasn't like I hated her. I just like did not even like listen to her stuff. Like I didn't really care that much. And then she came out with like 
uh, her new song Malibu. It's not that new. It came out over the summer. That's a good song. But yeah, it's a really good song. And then like she came out with that whole album, like after that single. And like I was like, oh, I really like her. And like she like completely changed this person. Like she had like a lot of different values. I feel like that's awesome. So, yeah, now I like her again. And it, it kind of sucks that like she uh she had to do all these crazy. Things, things and like lose it. all this respect like in this mm-hmm. like audience and then like have to regain it and stuff but I feel like it was just like media gets to all of them at some point like Britney Spears she shaved her head true and then she like went crazy so like you know we don't know what it'd be like I know right this. like I am amazed when people remember my name like when yeah. we're, like <laughs> at a party so I mean I really don't have any concept of that <laughs> you see him like like just 15 minutes later like hey what's up Sarah like you well, remember? like, one of the first times, like, I saw you at Missouri State, you're like, oh, hey, Sarah, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, I barely would think that you would ever remember me, but here we are. I, I try to associate names. Like, whenever I meet somebody, I, like, repeat it to myself, like, their yeah. name, to, like, to myself. But Do you, like, correlate it with something? Like, I try uh, to. Like, the, like, I don't, I never know how to pronounce this word, but mnemonic device. I think, I think I actually Mnemonic device. Mnemonic? Mnemonic. Mnemonic? Yeah. So the M, the M in front of the N is silent. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, mnemonic device. Okay, cool. Now I know how to say There you go. For forever. Learning awesome. new things every day. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah, so it, I usually try to associate it with something. Yeah. Which, like, like Sarah. So, like, the first thing that comes to mind, like, if I was meeting somebody new named Sarah, I'd probably associate her with you, or maybe I had, like, an Like, old, someone you already know or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, an old RA, or maybe, like, the, mm-hmm. like, the name, like, like, Sarah Bear. Yeah. Like Sarah Bear. Has everybody ever called you that? Everybody calls me that. Right. It's so weird. I had, like, all my, like, 7th and 8th grade friends did, and then, like, nobody called me it all through high school, as, except for, like, as a joke, because it was just, like, it's not, I don't know, like, in high school you think, go through that phase where, like, you think you're too cool for, like, little things like that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, you think that you're too cool for, like, nerdy little things, and then, yeah. <laughs> but then, like, in college, everybody started doing it again. Like, okay. a bunch of, like, my... St. Louis friends do it. Guys, stop! Not Sarah Bear. Stop. <laughs> well, they would say like Seriously. Sarah Bear, Care Bear, and like I didn't know what Care Bears really were. Like I played with like toy guns and stuff because right. I, I grew up with like brothers, so like I don't know. I don't know I why. Play with Care Bears. Whenever I hear Sarah Bear, it reminds me of Care Bear. Yes. And Care Bear reminds me of like a little, a little like cartoon bear basically yeah that's what uh, like like the little cartoon bears but then somebody walking up and like doing this like <laughs> tickling in their belly button and then they go oh, oh, oh. that's like some teletubbies thing yeah teletubbies yeah I can't do the high pitched voice maybe <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah I actually do like I see it in my head that's hilarious okay, cool, cool. I get you I get alone. you on the same page for sure I don't, I mean, I don't think I ever would have put that together on my own, but now that's probably going to stick for a really long time, so thank you. Or even one of those things, in, like, where you push the button on, like, a bear, and it, like, has, like, like, a voice thing, and they say Yeah, sort of I feel like you're over. thinking of, like, Tickle Me Elmo. Did you ever? That's what I'm thinking yes, of. That is what I'm thinking you of. Like, you, like, squeeze it, and it, like, giggles and, like, shakes and stuff. I mm-hmm. had one of those when I was little, and it was Honestly, awesome, this might be a little drastic, a little out there, but I think that's my favorite thing to squeeze, is a Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird, like, sensation to, like, I don't know, favorite thing to squeeze, but, no, I love my Tickle Me Elmo, but when I first got it, I cried every time it would vibrate. Oh, so you got one. When I was little, you yeah. You were a consumer I was, like, of the Tickle Me I know, Elmo. right? I was, like, I, they're, like home, there's one home video, like, I we don't have to take a lot of home videos just because my family doesn't, like, technical, they're technologically challenged, pretty much, but, like... 
it was like one video of me and like my dad like squeezed it until it started vibrating and he handed it to me and I just threw it at him <laughs> and ran away crying and I like sat on the couch and just cried for like an hour and it was like embarrassing but what if, what if your dad like threw it up to you and you just you just like run, he lived, grabbing an arcade of the thing like, he like lived to scare us too like he was really? always scaring us so he would follow me or like he would just be like I'd be like giggling and laughing like playing with them and then he'd just like pull out a tickle me elbow and, and he like, got this on video yeah like it was like he just lives to like scare us like oh it's awesome Oh my god! It was like my—I have like half siblings too. From like he was married before, and like they have the worst like horror stories from like my dad scaring them. It was Whenever like, he had more he energy, he was one of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when he was younger, he had seven kids. So by the time he got to me, he was like, "I'm done. Like I am exhausted. This is awful." But then on the other end of the spectrum, he's a lot better at it. Yeah, he's exactly. All yeah, and so yeah, but oh my god, I feel so. That's why I'm like the biggest like scaredy cat now like I like <laughs> oh my god when people jump out at me like I like just like curl up and like scream and it's because of my childhood so it's, it, you just kind of yeah I literally like up. there's like fight or flight or, uh-huh. and like I am 100% like just like if there's like a curl up and like <laughs> just don't do anything and like accept it like you know how like scary movies people always are like yeah like I would totally like beat that person or like do this and I'm like I would just lay there just kill me (laughs) like I give up this is too awful like I'd probably die of a heart attack truthfully but it's like when you get scared is it fight or flight uh, actually, it's option C. <laughs> yeah. Dro- uh, stop, drop, Curl and roll. in the fetal position yeah. and, like, Suck my thumb. don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I. But, like, I love horror movies, so it doesn't make sense. Like, I love Ooh. watching scary movies. Like, I watch them, like, a couple times a week. But then I'm so scared after. Like, I watch, I went to theaters and saw the Strangers movie, you know? Have you, like, yeah, I haven't heard that? that. So it's like they, I don't know, like, they go to this, like, campground for, like, this last family vacation and, like these killers are there and they're just trying to kill them basically and uh like right after i was like walking into my friend's apartment and like there were these people like walking around the corner you could just see their shadow and i was like my heart dropped i was so scared and it was just like some 16 year olds like doing drugs or something i don't know being little hood rats and uh, yeah it was just like traumatic <laughs> so i love scary movies but like afterwards it's like the worst like i just want to sit in my bed and like watch cartoons. do you think you fell in love with like being scared probably like honestly or l- I think learn to like it i feel like growing up like that yeah you like have to like my brothers love scary movies too so i feel like it actually probably is exactly it i don't think they like scary movies as much as i do but yeah it's hilarious i don't know it's just i'm a mess <laughs> i'm all back and forth but it's fine fair enough yeah. I think we're all kind of a mess to some degree, right? You are not wrong. You are not Nobody wrong. Nobody has it all Yeah, together. exactly. From that book, I realized, like, you know, like, we're all just kind of disasters, but you just pick what you're a disaster about. Which know? chapter are you on right now? I'm only on chapter two, okay. which is like, but I just got through all the three, like, how to subtly, like, not give a fuck about, like, this. And, like, it was, like, subtlety number one, subtlety number two, and I just, like, read number three, and then that's when it starts chapter two. And it was, like, there's something I was going to mention about it. I don't remember. It'll come back to me. But, yeah. um, That's the book we're talking about, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Best book ever, honestly. I'm only on chapter two, and, like, it's great. I was the same way, like, whenever I read... Chapter one, like, blew my mind. Like, not even just, like, that there's a lot of cussing, but, like, it just blew my mind that, like, 
I don't know, someone thought like that way and was able to put it into words. I feel like everybody has that thought at one point where they're like, Honestly, I just yeah. should stop caring so much about Wait, things that aren't chapter important. Chapter 2, what's that about? Chapter 2 is, um, he starts off with a story about Buddha, or okay. like how he was like this prince, and then like he was like, I'm miserable because I have all this stuff, I blame my dad, and then he went and like lived really poor for a couple years, like, on the street. Like, forced himself to suffer. Yeah, and then he realized, like, that wasn't fixing him either. Like, he didn't have this huge, like, revelation. So then he was like, I'm going to go sit on this tree for 49 days until I figure out, like, what is going to make me happy. Talk about deep thinking. Right? And then, well, he was like, I'm going to sit on this tree until I come up with a grand idea that, like, fixes me. And apparently he sat under the tree for 49 days. Like, obviously, I don't think a real human could sit under a tree with no food or water. Yeah, it sounds like a folk days. tale. Yeah, it was a little bit of a legend. But, like, yeah, it was basically, like, he, like, realized that, like, no matter how much you suffer, like, everybody's suffering. It's just, like, what you do with that. And, like, I don't know. That's as far as I am at this point. I feel like there's some value in suffering, though. Yeah, no, like, and, like, the book even says, like, that, like, life itself is suffering. Like, if you have too much, you're suffering. Like, mm-hmm. and if you have too little, you're obviously suffering. If you choose to like take everything you have and give it away, like you know, like there are people who are like really religious, so they get money and they instantly donate like almost all of it after paying their bills, type thing. Oh wow! Yeah, like that's like Catholicism and stuff. Um, and so like there are people who like go to extremes, and it's like, but then you're suffering because you're like abstaining from so much, and it's like that you're living the bare minimum. And so it's like to an extent, like life itself is like a form of suffering but it's like it's not always like bad it's not like you're like miserable suffering it's just that is, you're a, making... that is a really buddhist interpretation of it that's exactly it yeah i don't know what religion this guy is but i feel like he's like it seemed like know. he was very um very neutral like he tried to view things objectively from yeah. like his point of view but he also tied in his own like like uh i guess ideologies and like yeah, philosophies for sure Kind of his own philosophy with, like, the gained knowledge he's attained yeah. throughout his lifetime. He's kind of like his own religion in itself, honestly. Mm, like, so true. It's a really cool book, though. I definitely love it, and I'm probably going to read it after this, honestly. <laughs> I was really excited about it, and then I have the other two as well, so. Yeah, I'm jazzed. I feel like that's, uh, with anything, though, I feel like, it, like, religion and... Just, just anything in life. It, it doesn't really matter about like what it is you follow. It's about the value it adds to your life. Yeah, exactly. It's like you can like I don't know like the people that like wear like all the newest clothes, like every like Chanel like type thing, and like Michael Kors and stuff. Like you can like do that as much as you want, but if it's not bringing any value to your life, like and like improving you as a person, it doesn't matter. Like I don't know. I feel like it could, but that it doesn't just like pertain to like clothes, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. but like really anything. Like, well, people are seeking fulfillment and all these like. Yeah, exactly. And like ways. in chapter one, it like talks about that how it's like you can like like try to make yourself as happy as you want with like monetary things, but like it's not gonna happen. Like you have to like it's all in your head. Like it's all a mindset. And then like he starts to talk about like depression and all that, and like how that's a mindset. Like as well, along with, like, a biological standpoint from it, you know, because, like, there is, like, a chemical imbalance and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's a really good book, and it really, like, makes you think. I really like it. Very Thank cool. you for that. No problem. No problem. <clears throat> cool. Sorry. So, honestly, I don't have any topics like I usually do. My group partner is messaging me. <laughs> 
about right. how to finish this project. Awesome. <laughs> Let's do it midnight. Delightful. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you know what I enjoyed? You want me to pour you some? Sure. Yes. Yes. Cool. Um, <laughs> I, Fancy as hell. I don't know if it's worth talking about. I don't know how entertaining it'd be for somebody else listening to this, but I just thought it was really, really cool how positively we talked about Patrick Rosenthal, which is one of I our best friends. I love him. We're both just like best friends. I, but we talked about him for like 15 minutes. I, literally just how fucking awesome he is. I hope this goes in the podcast because I love <laughs> oh, I Patrick. Perfect. I love Patrick. He is like like I said, like we've worked together at like that animal hospital, you know, in St. Charles. Uh-huh. Um, I started there going into my senior year. Yeah, because he had just graduated. And I was going into my senior year of high school. And, like, I didn't... I knew him and this one other girl from high school, but, like, I never talked to her, like, in at Duchenne, like, the high school I went to. <clears throat> you had to park, like, you bought parking passes. I don't know if every high school was like that. or uh-huh. Like, we bought our parking passes. And I sat... I, like, parked next to this girl every day for a year. And, like, we never said a word to each other. So by the time we started working together, it was super awkward. Like, I was like, I feel like we should know each other. But we don't. And so then... I, like, instantly, like, Patrick just has this way about him that, like, you just want to be his friend. Like, he was just yeah, so, like, yeah. like, I instantly was able to just talk to him like I knew him. And, like, I didn't. And we would never get anything done at work because we would just stand around and talk constantly. Everything that would take, like, it was supposed to take, like, an hour took, like, three and a half hours for us. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I agree. Patrick Rosenthal is, like, a blessing to this earth, for sure. He is... Yeah, I like he's the, the real OG. <laughs> he's the real OG for sure. I've learned he's he's somebody that is uh like we were saying with religion. He's somebody who's like become who's been a part of my life and has added a lot of value to my life. Like he's yeah. not just a friend. Like he's somebody who's like challenged me like in the way I think. We have great conversations, obviously. So yeah. With like he uh, and he's made me more analytical, I think too, because he's such an analytical mind. For sure. Like I feel like I'll just like say something like carelessly, like not like ignorant, careless, but just, like, I'll just say something and we'll be talking about something and be like, wait, but what do you mean about that? And he'll, like, make me elaborate on it and it just, like, made me think about, like, I don't know, I feel like he's brought more, made me a more logical, like, yeah. thinker. Makes you which, dig deeper into yes, the Yes, exactly, and not just, like, say whatever comes to your mind type thing, like, actually, like, not really have a filter. Him and I just, like, like thought processes behind, like, what you believe and stuff. Okay. And, like, okay. he did it in the most low-key way. He probably has no idea that he's done this, but it's, Yeah. Well, he gonna learn today. I know he's gonna learn. <laughs> He'll probably end up watching this. Honestly, oh, for so. sure. Cool. I watched his. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. He's uh. <clears throat> oh, what was I gonna say about him? He um. Him and I relate on like girls too. Like we, because yeah. I, I I don't like have the same like outlook like like with the girls as like most guys like especially down here. Yeah. Do. And he he's just somebody like I just love talking about like girls when it comes to him because he like he's. A, he's, like, more respectful than a lot of, like, guys that you'll meet, especially, like, college-age guys, like, you know. Absolutely. It's, like, a huge party, so it's, like, you don't really have to respect each other. You just whatever. And so, like, he's completely different than that. So I feel like, yeah, that, like, he'd be a great person to talk to, like, if you share the same values because, like, that's... Those people are, like, far and few between type thing. True. So. I think he's... I think what he's looking for right now is a good girl... He's told me that, like... To, like, come into... not, Not really to, like, fill a void, but, like, like... No, that's, that's very yeah. poorly worded. Uh, he's looking for a good girl 
to come into his life because he never he just always had other interests growing up like he just never yeah. like had an interest in like pursuing women which is yeah. super respectable and he's like always respectable been, yeah like he's always like been like a, he fixes things like you know like he would always like be working on a car or like just like him and his brother would always make like invent like weird like invention things and like hope that it would work and it like never really did. Like he told me about one time where they like made like a welding table, but it was like out of wood or something. I think that's yeah, really? I really hope that was him. If not, I'm gonna feel silly. But um yeah, it was like a welding table, but it was like out of wood. So like He was very entrepreneurial in like, a lot of ways. Yeah. And always scheming and Yeah, school, exactly. Yeah. And like Craigslist flipping deals. things. Yes, yeah, he would yes. always buy things, fix them and then flip them. And which is like I've never known somebody to do that, so it's actually really cool. I think he installed, like, audio. Like. He did a lot of, like, yeah, like, when I mean, like, cars, I mean, like, not, like, engines, but, like, stereos and, like, subs and stuff like that. Pretty like awesome. Yeah, I know. Like, I, like, cracked my phone, I texted him, like, asked him if he could fix it. Like, and he was like, yeah, I probably can, but it might be cheaper if you just have a store do it, because, like, you know, screens are expensive. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it was like, he can just do that stuff, which is really cool. But, yeah, so he, I feel like he always had different interests. Totally. And so, like... It's a very respectable thing. I agree with that. Very unique sure. person. Yeah. And I feel like... I feel He's like, like one of a kind. Like, I literally don't know anyone like him, but mm-hmm. that's, like, a good thing. Like, it's not a bad thing in any way. I feel like whenever you said he's a gift to this earth, I think it was because of how real and genuine and, like, he's just an authentic yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. And I... I don't know. Yeah. Patrick Rosenthal for the win, for real. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> greatest person right, ever. We'll, we'll quit, uh... We'll quit loving on him so much. Over yeah. him. <laughs> He's just—it's just you just gotta appreciate when people are awesome. Yeah, you know? exactly. You gotta you gotta mention it every once in a while. Absolutely, I agree with that. absolutely. I agree with that. He's yep. Okay, we can stop talking. About I, I hope somebody. I hope there's somebody out there talking as positively about me. You I know, know right? Like, you can just hope. Like you just hope that that like, should be a personal goal for you and I. Like. Exactly. Like just make one because, like you know, like there are people who talk about you, but you just want to know how they talk about you. Like I want someone to talk about me how I talk about Patrick Rosenthal. On that topic, though, I feel like uh, what it was something I've been working on like over the past year, and it's fucking hard. It's so much harder than it like so much easier said than done. But like replacing uh, like like. So, like, for example, if you're, if you're used to kind of living in uh, the habitual routine that you're going to, like, be talking shit on people and putting other people mm-hmm. down, like, behind their backs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I was never, like, super that way. But I, I, I mean, I talk shit. Like, I, yeah, I, like, fair amount, I feel like know? everybody does to an extent. Absolutely. But, like, I don't know. I have also, like, been trying not to. Like, I hate when you meet those people who can't talk to you about anything except for, like, every time you see them, they're like, oh, my God, guess what? And it's, exactly, like, something exactly. negative about somebody. And it's like, how was your day? Like, what else did you do? Like, was there anything positive about, like, your day that we can talk about? Like, I'm and, trying like, to rewire my brain to, like, like to where habitually, whenever I think of somebody, instead of, like... Because I, I think where I'm at now is majority of what I think about when I think of, like, an individual's name coming yeah. into my mind, I, I think mostly positive things, but, uh, but there are always, like, not always, but some people, like, there might be some negatives that arise as yeah. well, which I think is, is good to make sure that I look out for those things, 
I mean, like, we were talking but about that earlier. I obviously won't say I names. Focus but it's just, on the like, positives. how, like, yeah, like, we brought up, like, one person, and it was, like, there were negative aspects of them. But, like, you were, like, pointing out, you're like, yeah, it's not like I hate them for it, and, like, I'm not going to hold it against them. It was just kind of, like, an, like it, I lost some respect for them. Exactly. But, like, you're still able to see, like, oh, they brought this to my life. They brought this to my life, like, exactly. in a good way. And, yeah, I agree with that. I, like, my least favorite, my biggest pet peeve is when you meet somebody, and they're just, like listen to what this person did to me and it's like the first thing and then that's all they can talk about is just like bad things about other people and you, they, I feel like the issue is like so many friendships today are based on like bonding over negative things about other people like think about it like girls like especially girls are so bad about it where they just only talk shit about like other people and so like they hang out for hours and they talk for hours and they're like oh my god this is so fun but all they did was talk bad about like the, their mutual friends or something and it's like the most annoying thing because like nobody's building relationships on like positive like relations between them like mm-hmm. they're like only just sharing negative well, things well maybe not nobody but yeah yeah I mean like obviously not nobody but it just almost seems like that too like because it's just so many but yeah no that was like my biggest pet peeve and I like realized that like when I was in high school and like ever since I just kind of like was done with it so like I usually like the first thing I ask about is like how are you like if they start telling me a story I just like stop them I'm like what have you been up to like how's school or like literally anything besides what they're talking about yeah just trying to straight yeah exactly because it's just like there's no reason to bond over that that's not something that we should like be relating to and like laughing about and like Maybe, I understand everybody needs uh, to vent like mm, I get that but there's got to be some it. balance achieved and like you're totally right if it's the dominating like thing that you're exactly. talking about and, like, other people like you're you're just closing like, yourself off to this tiny little portion exactly. of the world and you're making it all negative it's just mm-hmm. this this little fucking I feel like it just makes bubble. you unhappier as a person overall like just if all your like friendships are just talking badly about other people like what good do you have in your life like because then those habitual tendencies of thought are gonna start turning inward within yourself and yeah you're start getting really self-conscious exactly and well yeah because then you start thinking like i talk so badly about these people all the time like they're, they're probably doing it about me exactly and then you're trying to like you notice like one negative trait about yourself and like i don't think that should be like if you have a negative trait, like, I am horrible at time management. The fact that I showed up today on time is amazing. Like, I literally was supposed to come pick up that book yesterday at, like, 7.30. When did I show up? Like, 12.15 or something. <laughs> like, horrible at time management. And, like, but I know that, and I, like, accept it, and I try to work on it, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if I was a super negative person, like, overall with these relationships, I would, like, think about that, and I would just make me so self-conscious about it. Like, I'm like, just own it. Like, it's your it's a thing about you and like if you can't change it like if you try and you try and it doesn't work like just like accept it and move on and like totally. take your L and keep going like I don't know take your L and move on that's that's just that's just a scary way to perceive the world like you always talking shit on other people and yeah and people are always talking shit on shit you, about you and you just think that's the way the world works like exactly and like I not... feel like whenever you're you're just thinking positively about people like you almost forget shit talking is a thing yeah exactly and then and if you are thinking you're like like the way I feel is like anybody who's talking shit on me mm-hmm. and because I as you know I had like a I had a rough, I, I considered it a very rough falling out with the fraternity I joined yes. that doesn't need to be mentioned, but uh, um, 
I had a rough falling out. A lot of people turned their backs on me. Mm-hmm. That people I considered friends and friendships I was building like over time. Was it because like you weren't in FSL anymore, or was it because yeah. of like the falling out? One hundred percent. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. We were. I mean, we were kind of talking about that earlier, and that like FSL is like a huge play in like a lot of people's mentality about other people. Absolutely. Like, they, if you're not in it, then you're not really important, and they'll just kind of drop you. I've seen it with a couple of my friends like that, like drop their sororities like their friends just kind of like so like with that like a lot of themselves. since uh since i had a lot of like people that i know for a fact we're talking shit which is fine mm-hmm. it's fine like like, it, like we said everybody does it like mm-hmm. and but know, honestly no at this like, point i just i just it. pity anybody who does think that way so like it's it's totally fine yeah but i was i was able to like really question myself and then i was like fuck it who cares what anybody thinks yeah so, I think that experience, looking back on it, was like perfectly imperfect because it was really, it was a, it was a difficult point in my life at the time. Yeah. But like looking back on it now, it made me like turn inward and what I could have done like is tried to conform. Yeah. I could have exactly, and I I became my own unique individual person, and in the grand scheme of things, I will never give a fuck about what anybody thinks like, of me because yeah. ultimately, who if. If I ever did, which I never was, but if I was trying to impress those individuals, I was just trying to impress average people, and I'm trying to—I was trying to impress yeah. ordinary people. And this is not me bashing any individuals. Yeah. There's some fucking awesome people in that. Oh yeah, for There's sure. There's some I agree really with that. cool people, but I was trying to. If I were to, mm-hmm. I would have been trying to be something I wasn't to impress ordinary people when I'm trying to be extraordinary. Yeah. And that's what it is. Exactly. And yeah. that's that's not me. It, that's like, not it, me. Yeah. You got yeah, exactly. Like you got to think about in the grand scheme of things. Like what were you accomplishing if you were going to try to win them all back over? Like exactly. Not, you weren't going to really benefit from it. Yeah. Maybe you'd have some more friends. I would have been it, playing a role that I wasn't. Exactly. And that's what I'm. That's. And you would have realized in a couple of years, like those friendships don't mean anything to me anymore. Like because like probably after college you would never talk to them, and then like it would True. just be like and, and, and definitely not talk as much. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And it would be kind of a, like, hey, you can come to my wedding type friendship. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, you don't see each other a lot, but, like, you invite them to your wedding type thing. That's Which how is... I always think about friendships. Yeah, you invite them. when I invite them to my wedding. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> but, which, is, which is really beautiful in its own way, too. But, like, it, that, I think what bothers me the most about fraternities and sororities and it is really funny because I didn't mean to take this conversation here. I know, but we here we are. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about upstairs for a but half. But we share minute. the same opinion, and I think it's a really awesome thing. I think I think fraternities and sororities are really cool. I think they're a really cool thing in that they bring a lot of people together, and like, I mean, they Absolutely. give you a lot of really awesome connections and like opportunities for like leadership and like resume building and all that. I think that's great and awesome, but. I also have a very negative outlook on them on occasion. Well, you, the, like, the reason I joined was to meet people and yeah. to party. That was, those were the only two reasons. Which is usually what a lot of people... Exactly. Do. They find those other benefits that I listed like after like joining. And then they're like, oh, this is really cool for this Like totally. also. But mostly it's usually like, hey, I came to this college. I don't know anybody except for my random roommate. Like, I'm going to join a sorority or fraternity. And I feel like, yeah. And it, it kind of builds a sense of groupthink mm-hmm. where people are, like, mindlessly, like, acquiescing to, like, other people's beliefs and yeah. just, to, just to conform. There's, like, a very strong sense of conformity within it. For sure. Which, which it, this is within, like, like, all fraternities that I've seen. Like, mm-hmm. any any inner circle, and I think it's just human nature. I yeah. think that's what it is. And, uh, 
people really wanting to be a part of the tribe, a part of the group. Yeah. And they they kind of lose sense of who they are and what they stand for and their values. But my my values were like already pretty fucking established before. Yeah, I they were very evident and they weren't changing. Exactly. I feel like. and exactly. The, they want kind of like they don't know it, but they kind of want them to change. Like they want like not just you, but like anybody. They want all the incoming like people. They want them to kind of have the same mentality as them and they think that they'll eventually like conform to that and you I feel like just never were going to. Right. And that's and completely they yeah. me to or not like Like I like I said, I don't think they know that that like is how they're thinking. I think it's like just kind of like a subconscious like thing where it just kind of happens. I don't know. It's a far fetched thought, but But I think what bothers me is the people that because I, I don't know if they necessarily wanted me to change or not. I don't know if that's what they really want. I, but I think more than anything, I think the people wanted to change themselves more. Mm-hmm. And then they became something they weren't out of, like, insecurity and the need to conform to be a part of something, to be a part of the group. Yeah. And that's what I wasn't willing to do. Yeah. And it, there were a lot of things that I really liked about it, a lot of awesome aspects. Right. And a lot of awesome people. But there were also a lot of things that I wasn't willing to do. And the the lifestyle just wasn't appealing to me. Yeah. Like... It is at first because, like you said, partying and, like, meeting people, it's great. But then after a while, I feel like it's exhausting. Like... That bliss, that high can Yeah, exactly. So like, the party has to end at some point and, like, life has to happen. Mm. And, I mean, you can't go through all four years without realizing that. But you're going to have, like, an extent... Like, a completely, like midlife crisis right after graduation <laughs> and you're going to be like freaking out because you don't know who you are like what mm-hmm. you want but all your like partying friends have careers now so it's, but at the like, same time I feel like a lot of people out. they uh I feel like they they don't they join and they become their own person and they they don't conform and they 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 are their own person and they're their yeah. own unique person and that's what I maybe would have been I think money also had a lot to do yeah. with it because I, I just couldn't afford it, so and I expensive. was really That's, like, one of the biggest reasons I didn't join was just because it's so expensive, mm-hmm. and I'm already going to be in so much debt. I was like, exactly, why just exactly. rack that on top? Like, I want to go to grad school. That's going to be really expensive and stuff like that. So that was, like, a big, like, contributor to why I didn't. But I also think, like, I don't know, in high school, like, I was not, like, the outcast or anything. Like, I, I but I, like, found myself, like, each year, I feel like my freshman year, I had a group of friends, and then, like, my sophomore year, I had another group of friends, and, like, it was just because I was kind of just being what those people wanted, like, out of that friendship. Like, I was, like, I would realize, like, oh, these people wanted to go out all the time, and so, like, I would go out all the time. Uh-huh. And then, like, sophomore year, like, it was, like, oh, like, well, I don't really want, like, I don't really like that anymore, so then I would meet these other group of people, and I would think, like, one was cool, and then they would have, like, their group already established, okay. and, like, because, you know, high school's kind of clicky, Absolutely. like, and so, like, then it was just kind of, like, I would, like, I had these traits, but I would just, like, elaborate on them and live that life, and then, like, junior and senior year, like, I kind of just, like, did my own thing, like, I, like, met Carolyn Bosher, and she's, like, my friend soulmate basically friend yeah. soulmate. <laughs> that's how i look at her like we are like the exact same person which is like a good thing so which one thing. were you the happiest like my junior and senior yourself doing where what like you doing to like realizing like i like the fact that i found carolyn like was great but like i like kind of just like secluded myself i just worked like 40 hours a week and went to school and just, like, did my thing. I, like, went hiking all the time. I, like, read constantly. I worked with 
animals, which is what I want to do. So it made me happy, and I was like, I'm just going to do what I want to do and like Good be my you. own person. And then I just kind of carried that over to college. So at the beginning, like I feel like that really helped me because if I hadn't figured that out, like I would have probably joined a sorority because I just like wouldn't have had any idea what I really wanted. But I was like, that's just not who I am. And like I've heard so many great things about it. About how it's not, like, typical Greek life, because, you know, like, Mizzou, it's, like, you hear a lot of bad things about it and stuff like that. And, like, obviously, MSU has a lot of bad things about it, too, but that you can also hear about, but, like, I don't know. For I just, the most part, I'd say it's good. Yeah, exactly. And it's different from school to school, obviously, but, uh, like, I feel like I'm going to make a lot of people mad just by <laughs> talking shit on FSL, but it's not, like, I think it's a bad thing, all in all. But no, it I, just I was not for me. I really don't it think we're talking shit on fraternity and sorority life. I think what we're doing is exactly, like, mm-hmm. we're, we're saying, we're saying this is what it was, this is what, this is how it what? was at this school, yeah. the experience we would have and did, did like, experience. Yeah, everybody has a different personal but experience with it. we both identified that it wasn't for us for a myriad of reasons. Yeah, exactly. And I just think, yeah, like, I was so independent, and, like, I went through this phase where I was so independent and I would not ask for anybody for help ever, which is, like, a horrible, like trait to have because like everybody needs help with something every once in a while and so like I went through this phase but that was like when I decided like I didn't want to be a sorority because I was like I don't want to like be somebody who I'm not and that was like the like biggest like like you said like they wanted they want everybody to kind of act some way and conform to the same way and like change their beliefs kind of and Mm -hmm. I just wasn't willing to do it like it just it wasn't for me, and so absolutely, yeah, I, uh, yeah. And I, I think uh, this this goes with like all aspects of life, but I think something like people misinterpret with fraternities and sororities is uh, uh, like like, and I think I think some people respect it to some degree, but whenever you have your hobbies, you mm-hmm. like reading, and you don't want to do what other people are doing. For example, like let's say. You don't want to go out to. I'm not saying this is you yeah. or not, but say you you don't want to go out to the bars and instead you'd be like more introverted and read. Yeah, I think I think uh, a lot of people and I, I've thought from both frames of reference and I definitely uh, both perspectives and I definitely find one to be dominant over the other. But um, like so like you you staying in to read instead of going out and doing what I want and going out with me yeah. whenever I invite you. I, I think it's a lot more healthy to look at that, like, with the perspective of, good for you, Sarah. Like, yeah. You're staying in to read, to better yourself, and to like, do you. do what you want. Yeah, do what instead like, you're of, comfortable like, with. People, I think people, especially at this age and where we are in life, uh, I think people selfishly kind of start to, like, oh, where are they going with that? They, they selfishly, like, say, okay, like, you, you're not going out with me doing what I want to do, so fuck you. Yeah, like, you know I'm mad I mean? about it type thing. And I thing. think that's what a lot of people with, uh, back to the fraternity topic, I yeah. think a lot of people misinterpreted that, that me not doing what they wanted yeah. to do, they they kind of said fuck you to me for that. Mm-hmm. But in reality, don't you just got to respect it? Because, like, right. I identified like, that within myself. Like, to have that self-awareness. That's who you are as a person, like, and if they don't see that, then it's almost like, were you actually, like, friends? Or was it just kind exactly. of, like, a, like, on-the-surface thing? Like, you know, you have, like, those going-out friends and those school friends that, like, you have those friends that you just see in class or type thing. And I feel like that's kind of, like, what it probably would have been for me as well. Like, I had these sorority friends, but, like, like, with, like, 
our beliefs and stuff, none of it was going to be the same, and, like, they weren't going to respect Well, your that. value system. It seems like yeah. you value, like, quality friends more yeah. than, like, Superficial yeah. friends. Yeah, exactly. I don't really care about numbers. I just care about, like, how close we are and, like, what Especially we Especially with people. Yeah. Especially, Especially with, people. with people. Yeah. I agree with that. It's, uh... But, yeah, like, I don't know. Then there's the whole concept of, like, what we were talking about, how, like, certain people are so strongly in, like, their fraternity or sorority that they almost can't be friends with you if you're not associated with it. And, like, that goes with, like, what you were saying about how they're, like, almost, like, fuck you, like... And that's where the you, problem Yeah, lies. exactly. That's where the problem Like, lies. I meet so... I've met so many people where, like, they ask if I'm in a sorority, and I'm like, no, and they're like, oh... And then that's like it. Like we don't talk about anything after. It's like really? Yeah. Like your, we your like personality is that that uh, superficial. Yeah. Like you have nothing. Like you have no depth. You have nothing about you that like we can talk about at all. And it's it's annoying. But it's like ultimately like who cares? Like clearly we weren't gonna be good friends. So if that's like how that was gonna go, like I'm not gonna fight for it. Like, exactly. I'll let it go. And yeah. you, just, you just can't care there, and you just got honestly, you just got to pity people like that that are intentionally closing themselves off. To exactly. The world that much. Yeah, that's like kind of depressing for them. Absolutely. Like if you think about it, you feel bad. But that's that's where like the problem them. lies. Yeah. that's where the problem lies. Oh, you don't meet these certain expectations, expectations. that ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the world also doesn't meet. Yeah. Okay, uh, this is awkward. I don't know how to talk to you. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what else to talk about if if we're not talking about fraternity story life. And so, yeah, that's definitely very frustrating being a GDI. (laughs) Like, I don't know. But it's one of those things that I just kind of overlook. Like, I don't really care. When it happens, it happens. I'm not going to let it bother me because I have my friends, like, who I love. So, I'm like, whatever. Like, if I get a new friend, cool. If I don't. Well, it wasn't supposed to be, so it's whatever. Absolutely. And so, and I, I don't think we're bashing on fraternities. No, like I don't that. think at all. I think we're just like talking. We're, we're like talking about the stereotype. Why, yeah, and why it wasn't our thing and why it didn't work in our lives type mm-hmm. thing. And we're talking about a very uh, specific type of person, but they definitely exist. Yeah, they definitely exist. I'm not saying it's. It, I would say I would say it's a fair amount of fraternity sorority people, but not definitely not everybody. Not everybody. There's some no. really and really like, cool people. A bunch there. of like my freshman roommates, like they were in sororities, and like we are still really good friends to this day. And like they ended up dropping them, but it wasn't because like we couldn't get along, like because mm-hmm. they were in a sorority. It was just like they just dropped it for personal reasons or, like, money or whatever. Totally. But it was, like, awesome, like, because, like, we didn't have, like, this huge falling out, you know, because, like, it's not like we never got along because they were in sororities and I wasn't, and so that was really cool because it was, like, those are your actual friends. Like, that's how you know. And so, yeah, I'm very grateful for those people. (laughs) But, like, so, yeah, it's not everybody. It's just certain ones, but... We're all just looking for love. Exactly. We all just want to be loved. (laughs) All just just looking for good friends. We just just all want to get along, but... Yeah. Boy, well, I hate anybody just because they don't meet certain credentials. I know, right? It's temporary living situation. Exactly. Well, like, right? I'm going to be here another, like, semester and a half. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. Did you hear that the last North African white rhino died today? I don't know I what I thought that. about that, but it's crazy. His name was Sudan. He died. They're Is- extinct now. He's, he, he's he was seen, the last male one, so now they can't repopulate. Do we have any chance of like being able to like work? That I'm sure up they the could lab? like clone that or something. I feel like they have to. It's just like I wonder if they're gonna put money into it. I don't know, but it was very sad. It was a sad day. 
But they're the, like that's just a particular type of rhino. Rhino, yeah, the North African white rhino. Okay. And now they're like extinct, basically. No, yeah, that yeah, sucks. that's crazy. That's awesome. How many different types of rhino are there? I have no idea. I feel like I should know because I really like animals and I want to be a vet, but I have no idea. I don't know if this is bad or not, but I feel like that kind of depends how I'm mean, like, going to respond to the situation. Like, obviously yeah. it's like bad, but like yeah. how bad it is, like, it's like, oh yeah, one of two like, different species What were they of contributing? Rhino. Like, did they like, like, if it was like, all the trees dead, you know, we're going to die. Like, we have mm-hmm. no oxygen. So yeah, it's like, what, what, I don't know. No, not even that. Like, I uh, like like, if, they, if there were, like, I don't know, like, 150 different types of, like, yeah. rhino. I think, like, why I think it's so depressing is because, like, you, I don't know, like, pollution is, like, ridiculous. And, like, these days, like, you know, like, with all the cars and just technology and everything and, like, littering is, like, my second biggest pet peeve. Like, I hate it so much because there's no reason. Like, why would I throw something out my car window when I could literally just leave it in my car and then, like, throw it away when I get to, like, a gas station or something? Like, there's just no reason for it. And, like... It's a very ignorant crime. Yeah. I'm also, like, a tree hugger. So, like, it's fine. But, um... Yeah, so I think the only reason I thought it was sad was because it was like, oh, like, there's one another. Like, there's so many species that, like, we had, like, 100 years ago that are just gone now. It is weird. And it's crazy. So it's just, like... The world, the earth is going downhill now. Well, I feel like no, but the earth I is like many people pay attention to that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, either. nobody does. Like Earth Day is literally my favorite holiday. <laughs> like awesome. nobody likes Earth Day, but April twenty second is my favorite day. Is that the day that you like plant a tree? Uh, I don't plant a tree, but you could if you want. <laughs> but I don't know. I get so sad. I like flowers and like little plants, but like trees, like you plant it and it's like, oh, in 50 years, I'll see it grow. But like (laughs) for now, I'm not going to live to see this thing get big and it's depressing. But we like planted a tree at like when my brother was like born. I don't know why, but our neighbors gave us a tree for him and we called it Adam's tree. We planted it in our front yard. It was the ugliest tree in the world. But like to this day, I think it's maybe got, like, half a foot taller. <laughs> like, and we plant, and my brother's, like, 24, 23. Oh, wow. I don't know. And so it's just, like, they grow so slow. It's yeah, really boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love, like, ecology and stuff, but it's boring. It's, it's kind of what's boring. cool about, like, dogs. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, how quick they grow. Because I, I trained jiu like, this past summer, and, like, I just went back for the first time in August. Right now it's March. So, uh this won't be out for like four months, but yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. totally fine. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I went back, so like, I had trained jujitsu for the first time in like mm-hmm. eight, I don't know, like six months or something. Yeah. and this is really cool because whenever this dog was there at the gym, it was a puppy, Wait, and then I went what, back. Like the owner, was, like brought his dog. In? Yeah, the owner brought a dog parents, right before I left. That's awesome. My parents bring uh, our two dogs to work every day. No, oh, yeah. and so yeah, because they have their own business, and so like they do that, and I just love when people do that. Like if oh, I like, cool. I want to have like my own practice and do that, like pretty much too. Instead of just awesome leaving pet. the dog alone. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know. I feel like they get bored, they get anxious, and stuff like that. So yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, they grow so fast. It's crazy. It is cool. It's like within like six weeks. You're such huge. a pet lover. I really <laughs> tree hugger. And pet lover. I know. I'm the worst. But oh wow, I just remember this. Oh hey! Yeah, we really out here. Nice. Yeah, that, we got we got a it's game changer. Whiting and whatnot. you have those all wired up to each other. Yeah, That's I just set it cool. up one day. That's kind of cool. Oh, those are desk lamps. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, desk lamps. <laughs> desk lamps wedged into the ceiling. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Literally. it's a really good idea though. Yeah, they get the job sure. done. I know. 
well worded wedged into because they're not nailed in. No, yeah, they're literally between a board and the wall. They get down. It's smart. (laughs) It's innovative. Are you an engineer? I'd like to think so. Right, you know. crazy my motto with this podcast is do what i can with what i got that's exactly it yeah and have fun with that. it right yeah exactly you gotta take it with a grain of salt and just have fun smile through it my game's in 10 minutes i don't know if i i, I just don't really like feel like playing soccer tonight to be honest like i, I got <laughs> shit to do i'm, I'm, gonna, I'm still gonna to go do. work out but like yeah. i'm just i just it's up to you I got two gyms down here, so I'll probably go to Planet do you go to Fitness. Pla- I love Planet Fitness. Really? Do you have a membership? I did, and then I had to cancel it because I got poor, but yeah. I get paid on Friday, and that's when I was going to start it back up. Ooh, ooh. I know, right? Well, it's like you get tanning, you get all that cool stuff, like 24 hours. If that's you the $20 for, Yeah, that's like the $20 right? one. That's not but bad. Like, I really like tanning. Like, it's so bad for you, but I love tanning. I love being tan. It's it's horrible for you, but whatever. I like naturally um, tanning. Yeah. I, 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 I do that every once in a while. I just love how warm and I, I hate being cold. Being cold is my least favorite thing. I want to, like, move to, like, the hottest country on this earth and stay there for the rest of my life. I would rather Any live. Any thoughts? I don't. Places in mind? I for real want to move to Australia because I think it would be really cool. Also, I want to work with, like, reptiles and amphibians and, like, okay. that's a big thing over there. Um, but... If I had to stay in the States, I would go to Arizona for sure. I've always wanted to live in Arizona because I like the dry heat. Like, I hate humidity. I okay. hate humidity. It's like, I don't, it's not like a hair thing. Like, you know, a lot of girls hate that their hair gets frizzy or whatever. I just feel all gross and sticky and uh, I hate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, if I had to stay in the States, I would say I would go to Arizona. Okay. Um, if I leave the country, I want to go to Australia, but that doesn't really like pertain to like the heat that I would look for, but like grand scheme of things. If I want a profession or, like, weather conditions, obviously I would go with my profession. Okay. But, or I'll just, like, move to somewhere in, like, Africa. I know this girl from high school, and she literally moved to Africa. She lives in Africa now. It's South actually Africa? really cool. Or? I have no idea. But she went there and went to school there and for, like, like a semester. And then she, like, came back and finished and graduated. And then she just, like, decided to move there. And, like, now she's getting her master's over there. And that's just, like, so cool. Like, what? That's what's up. Yeah, she did it when she was, like, 17. Or she did it, like, she went there once when she was, like, 17. And then she, like, went back. And, like, I just can't imagine, like, looking at my mom one day and being like, hey, I'm moving to Africa. Like, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. That's insane. I know. Like, I, it's wild. Like, my brother moved to, like, Creve Corps in, like, which is <laughs> not far. And it's, like, a 20-minute drive. And She's my like, parents no! were so sad. <laughs> They're like, but St. Peter's. And it's like, okay, it's whatever. My parents are going to be upset because I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah. I'll probably get the fuck out of Missouri. Yeah. Nothing against this place. I like it here. I like it. It's just... Trying it's, to grow. Yeah. Trying to there's more out there. There's more out there. Exactly. And, uh, I don't think it's the place for me to stay. Forever. That's funny though, because Australia, like, I don't want to talk because who knows? I like, I can't you prognosticate can't... the future. I don't know where the fuck I'm. Wow, be what a future. word! Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I've been trying to implement that in my vocabulary. I'm proud of you. But um. But yeah, like I obviously don't want to make this. Would be sick. It would be so cool. It's so cool. I have cool. A, um. <clears throat> They're, we call them our aunt. You know, you have those fam- They're not family members. They're those family friends, but you call them your aunt, your uncle, like, or whatever. I don't have any personally, but I know But you know people, like, about. we yeah. have, like, so Absolutely. many of those in my family. And so it's, like, my uncle Rodney and my aunt 
Della or something. I don't know. I really don't know their names, which is bad because they're supposed to be, like, really close friends with us. But when I was, like, eight, they just, like, moved to Australia. Now they own, like, a hog farm. Like, wow. a, like a boar, you know, wild boars. Those pigs that have, like, the, like, Puma from Lion King. I think he's a boar. Oh, no, he's a Puma. Puma. You know Timon and Pumba? Pumba. 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 Okay. I was thinking of the shoes. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah. Pumba. <laughs> yeah, Pumba, he, I think, is, like, a boar or something and so they oh, have like I a boar farm Puma, they man. just have like a boar farm and like they live in australia and it's That's so cool crazy. and they like come back to they came back to visit like six years ago and they just have like the thickest australian accents now and it's no like, the coolest thing in the world but then over there like, they're probably made fun of for american accents. yeah exactly and they like that's what they said they said like they tried to adopt it because they were like made fun of so much well and you have to like learn all the lingo you know like and we're not so, here to fuck yeah. spiders <laughs> We're not here to fuck spiders. What did you just say? I don't even understand because in America that makes no sense. You're not here. You didn't come to America to fuck spiders. I would fucking hope not. I would really hope not. I mean, I know like their insects are huge, but I really didn't think it was like that. But yeah, no, it's awesome. So I was like, you know, if I want to move to Australia and have a boar farm, I might as well. Like, (laughs) I'll see what I get there. And so I want to, like, I want to go to grad school, but I also kind of just want to graduate, get my degree, and see where that takes me. Like, and then maybe go to grad school wherever I end up, type thing. Okay. So yeah, because like you know, if uh, like I want to be a vet, so I want to go to vet school. Vet school's super competitive here. Do you want to be a vet so you can get like free food at Steak and Shake? They get free food at Steak and Shake. Yeah, vets. Vets eat free. What? Yeah. <laughs> so confused. I used to work at Stack and Shack. No, uh, like, I'm talking like veterans. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was thinking you were, and then I was like... They don't eat free. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, <laughs> I was so confused. Um, but, yeah. Very noble of you, Sarah. Very noble of you. I, I was going to feel silly either way, so it's fine. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, so, like, if I get, like, so... Missouri only has one vet school, so I probably wouldn't stay in Missouri in the first place because it's at Mizzou, which is like super hard to get into. Okay. It's like a very, it's like one of the like top ranked in the nation, and so um, I'll probably move somewhere else, obviously. But if I get like whatever state you graduate vet school in, like uh-huh. you're kind of stuck there. You got to work there. Otherwise, you just have to take it. You have to take a test to like get your credentials. What the in fuck a is state. that? So dumb. I know. And so, and it's like, okay. It's a like, state thing? Yeah, and, like, the thing is, like, it's like, it's like, it doesn't make sense because it's animals. Like, I love animals, and I'm all about them being a part of your family, but, like, I don't understand if it's, like, human, like, medicine. Yeah. It's animals. Like, they all are the same. Like, they all You're have the same. You're animals regardless of Yeah, exactly. And so, but then it's especially difficult from, like, country to country, and I've seen it. Like, we had a guy at my work who was, like, from Brazil or Peru, and, like, he's, like, done all this research and done all this cool stuff, but, like, he still gets paid, like, minimum wage here because, like, he can't be a vet here, like, because his credentials don't transfer. And so he'd have to go through, like, all this schooling and stuff, and so I don't want to, like, be a vet here and then, like, move to Australia, and then, like, I can't do anything, so... But I kind of want to graduate and figure it out. I know. It's so you're dumb. You're literally trapped. You're it's so, literally yeah, trapped. Yeah, literally trapped. I mean, unless you don't want to make shit, but yeah. you, you didn't, I know how hard you yeah. were in school. <laughs> you specifically, yeah. like, you did not come here to, uh, to like, make, like, 30 grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for a little bit more than that, but, um, yeah, I'm just, I'll figure it out as I go type thing, you know? Sometimes I just want to, like, 
drop out and work at Olive Garden for the rest of my life. There you <laughs> go. I'm not going to do that because that's dumb. Slipping breadsticks in your pocket. Yeah, I love their breadsticks. I think, honestly, I think about dropping out like weekly. Oh, yeah. I was I thinking think about it today, do. like while mm-hmm. I was like about to take a nap and I was just like stressing about school and I was like, I just want to like drop out and just like work the rest of my life and live in downtown Springfield <laughs> and not do anything. Like, I just wanted to be lazy, but then I was like, ah, I can't. I just. I feel like I'm always working towards something. I just want it to just like be chill. Like yeah, both yeah. my brothers have reached that point where like they're like graduated, they have their degrees and they have their careers. Mm-hmm. And so like they're comfortable. Like, you know, you wake up, you go to work and uh, there is like that you wake up, you go to work, you work, you go home, you do your things at home and then you do it again the next day. So there's a degree of comfort in there. That's like appealing, you know, like, you don't, yeah, you don't have homework. You don't have to study. You don't have to work to impress like and do great because as soon as you were able to do your job it's not hard but then there's that whole i'm horrible at like do you not have any water no that's so upsetting (laughs) um but there's like i don't know i've never been like my friends always make fun of me carolyn especially because i'm that person that like i don't want to say i'm afraid of commitment but like (laughs) i'm like that person that like I gotta keep my parents on their toes, like, type thing, like, I just, I kinda always wanna switch it up, like, once I start getting bored, like, I'll just, like, go through phases where I'm like, alright, I wanna dye my hair, like, alright, I wanna get a piercing (laughs) or a tattoo or something, and I just, like... I like the way you worded that, parents on your toes. That's what I, my parents get so mad, too, they're like... Yeah, they're always like, you're, like, our shit disturber, and that's how they introduce me a lot, is, like, you're our little shithead, and I'm like... I just, I gotta keep you on your toes. I gotta keep things light and exciting. And yeah, I, I'm a princess, so it's fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, and so, like I said, I'm the youngest of seven, so you can get away with a lot, but not not everything. But yeah, so, like, I'd be that person who leases cars because I just, I don't know, you drive for a couple of years and then you're bored. Then you just want to switch it up. The one time I just, like, asked Constant my mom, change. yeah, I just, like, asked my mom, I was like, do you want to trade cars for a year? Like, I just kind of need to switch it up. So I feel like, Grad school, I might go to later, but for now, I feel like I would just want to graduate, find a job, travel, do some cool things, then figure it out. I agree. I would I like think. to switch up the location I live, like, mm-hmm. pretty frequently. Yeah, like... In my 20s, at least. In my 20s. I, I don't know where the future will take me, but, like, yeah, totally. Like, I think it'd be cool to live, like, like I don't know. Th- this would be ideal. Living yeah. three months in a location. That's four different places a year. That would be super cool. Because that's enough time to get established. Like, you, you still people, get that security. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. get comfortable at your job. And then, like, my favorite thing is starting a new job. Like, I get so nervous. But then, like, I love it because you get to meet all these cool people. Like, you get to just, like, have this new experience. And so, like, I would love that. But then, like, I, you know how, like, the hotel industry, like, if you're, like, a general manager of, like, a Drury Inn, you're constantly traveling. You know uh-huh. that? So my brother's friend does that, and, like, he loved it. He loves it. He thinks it's super cool, but now he's engaged, and now, like, his fiance is like, I don't want to travel. Like, they've moved to, like, four different states in the past, like, two years or something, and she's like, I hate this. Like, and so now he has to, like, make this huge change and, like, get established somewhere and stay there. Mm. And it's, like, it's great for your 20s, but then, like, people get engaged and want kids, and then you can't uproot their lives, and so it's, like... You gotta incorporate, like, what you want for your future. Like, if you don't want kids, then, you know, like, cool. And if you just, like, meet someone who is cool with traveling, then it's a great, like, life to live. Mm -hmm. Or if you just, like, don't want to, like, get married either and you just kind of want to be single, it's a great life to live. I would love it. And, like, I don't really think I'll ever have kids. I never really wanted kids. Me and kids don't see eye to eye because they freak me out. But, (laughs) um, 
I don't know. Like, if you can find a significant other that's willing to do that with you, then yeah. But otherwise, I feel like you kind of got to be on your own. Absolutely. So, so it's like a lot to think about, but you just want it to be carefree. So it's like the biggest struggle because you just don't want to think about it, but then you kind of have to. And so, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, especially in college, I feel like stressed about the future is just, because I, I oh do the my same God. thing. It's I overthink crippling. it. Oh, it's <laughs> it crippling. Like, I think it's like a form of suffering. It, it really is. It's miserable. I am like the most stressed out person I know. Like, I stress about everything super easily, and I've been working on that. But until I hit that point where I stop stressing about things, yeah, I just like, I'm always constantly thinking about like, what's next like am I gonna be okay and like obviously my parents are gonna let me live with them if I don't have a job like they're Mm -hmm. gonna be supportive and I'm not gonna be on the street but I still think about it like that all the time so yeah what what stresses me out is student debt oh my god I know I want that paid up by 25 Mm -hmm. 25 years old that's when I want like I will move into my my parents house like and just work like a 9 to 5 for a couple years if I can just get that paid off and then do what I want and I, that's what uh, both my siblings have kind of, like, done. I don't think they're completely paid off, obviously. I mean, but, because school's expensive. But It's too expensive. It's stupid expensive. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. Because um, you're pretty much just, like, I want a better life, so I'm going to do this. And I'm going to go to the school. But then I'm going to be my... miserable because I'm going to be stuck. I question like, that so much. In all this debt. And I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do What is the so cost long. of college worth? worth it? Yes. I, I really don't fucking it. know. I, like, because, and the thing is, yeah, like, you can't live both sides of it. Like, you can't not, like, you can't, like, redo it. So, like, you don't know. Like, you can mm. never know. Like, we both went to college. But, like, what if we didn't? Like, you, Honestly... My Would personal I have been opinion on or... that, I don't think it was worth it, the, worth the cost, I and feel like I... what the college provided me, but the relationships, the friendships, the, the people, the experiences, and who I am ultimately right now sitting yeah. in this chair, I could not be more satisfied with like how college has made me into the person. It's I feel like it's molded me into that. like yeah. this this uh, way more established person than I was when I started college. Yeah. And I think I have college to thank for that. But, like, as far as going to class, like, what I'm actually mm-hmm. paying for, the, well, one, the, the cost, was that fucking worth it? No. Yeah, no, I don't think, like, regarding, like, money, is it worth it? But, like, what you gain from it, like, that makes you who you are as a person is 100% worth it. Yeah. Like, I think, like, you all the values it teaches me and, like, all the people it's brought into my life, like, I would not change that for the world. Like, but- I... Yeah, but then you don't Honestly, know. Like, I don't think I've learned. Like, like is it's definitely not worth the cost. Like oh, in no. the classroom, in the actual classroom, I haven't learned a See, fucking. Oh thing. yeah, and like the thing is, like now, like I literally only have one, two classes that I have to go to, like that are required. All the other ones, the powerpoints and audio lectures are online. Oh, I don't wow. even have to show up. Like I do just because like I'm paying for it, so I might as well. But like it's so annoying. Like I am literally paying. Oh, oh I've been like online. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, totally like right. I'm paying thousands just to like teach yourself. Not, yeah, I you don't really do. You, exactly. That's, that's all colleges. You teach yourself. You teach yourself. Like the teachers add zero. Value. Well, because yeah, they like do very this whole little, lecture, and then they're minimal. like, you still need to completely read this textbook, which is going to teach you all these other concepts. I'm like, why didn't you cover that in class? Like, I don't understand. And I so. think most classes are a complete utter waste of time. Oh yeah, exactly. Like most, I I go for the attendance points. Oh that's yeah, the only that's reason the, I, go. I have to. Take I sit there. I'm like, like, what did I just get out of that? If I what. The, the cost, the opportunity cost of me yeah. spending time in class 
majority of the time uh, versus what I would have done instead. Would I have been a better person if yeah. I would have gone to this class or if I wouldn't have gone? And most of the time, to be completely honest, this is also subjective to me because I would have mm-hmm. probably spent that time reading or uh, at least getting homework done yeah. so that I could do something later or working out or mm-hmm. something to better me versus sitting in the class watching somebody else present on, like, some bullshit that I'm just some, like, zoning casting. out. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, uh, yeah. I, like, I have to take organic chemistry, too, this semester, and it's kicking my ass, but that's besides the point. Um, like, when am I ever going to need that, like, in my life? Like, it's so frustrating that, like, like you said, like, you haven't learned anything. Like, mm-hmm. and, like, I've learned things, obviously, like, I... Like, in the science field, because you can relate it to, like, everyday life, but, like, you're, like, a marketing or accounting major. Marketing. Or marketing. I would never and, be like, accounting. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew one was worse than the other, but I know literally nothing about no, business. Cool, cool. So, but, yeah, like, I feel like you can't just, like, relate that to your day-to-day life. Like, totally. And uh, so, I don't know, like... And these are constant questions that students are yeah, asking. When exactly. am I going to use this? When am I going to use this? And, book? like, I get that to an extent. Like, you need, like, all of this as, like, a backbone for what you're going to use, but... Sometimes it's just pointless. Like, why did I have to take GEP freshman year? Like, it was so boring. (laughs) I hate to bring up the complaints of school and, like, go on about this, but I just don't, I don't know. I just don't, I think college is a big fucking scam, honestly. Mm -hmm. I just think it's, this is somebody who's gone, who's, and I think a lot of people here would agree with that. Yeah, exactly. The value that they're. Well, and the value of, like, having a degree has gone down so much. Like, Mm -hmm. it used to be, like, nobody had these degrees, and so it was, like, it was super important and really cool when you went to college, and now it's just, like, everybody has one. Like, everybody has either an associate's or a bachelor's, like, doesn't really mean anything. We're going to give you the job anyways. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's annoying, too, because, like, you work so hard for it. And then they're like, cool. Like, we're not even going to look up if you actually have it. You just said you have it. So, like, that's cool. Yeah, good And point. it's just, yeah, it's, like, frustrating. I feel like it, I feel like what college really is is a whole bunch of hula hoops you got to jump through mm-hmm. to prove to employers that you are dedicated. Yeah, like, you're willing to work. Yeah. And... Uh, that's so annoying. Like, can you just hire me and I'll prove it to you? But like, you can't make that sense. risk. It yeah, in a professional career, like you can't make take that risk. Like, if you were working at like a restaurant, it's like whatever. But yeah, it's just. But as much as like thing, like what I've learned and things that are gonna get me ahead in this life, I don't think much of it has come from school. Most of it, most of, yeah, most of what I've learned in school, I've actually learned a fair about this semester because I'm taking communication classes. That's because which uh, yeah. I don't know those those are kind of interesting, but like the other class, especially the gen eds, like oh my god, oh yeah. my god, what a fucking the only waste gen of ed, <laughs> the only gen ed that I liked was sociology, and that was that just cool because it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, like it like psychology is cool too. Yeah, I it just confuses me so much. <laughs> like I'm just never been good at psychology, so like I hated it because I was always stressed about getting good grades in it. Totally. But it's a really like if I was had time to like actually read the textbook and like only focus on that, I think it would be a really cool class. But yeah, I really like sociology. Um I probably should have gone to it more <laughs> than I did. But yeah, that was like the only gen ed that I didn't despise. All these other ones like bio one oh one that just like teach you what a cell is is like so annoying and things like that. Or like math one thirty five, like I already took algebra, don't make me take it again. Totally. I hated math. I had to retake it. It was the worst. But yeah, school's a scam. 
It is what it is. Hate to be bad. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it total, total mentality I have now, I'm like, well, I'm deep in. I mean, yeah, I, might as well get the fuck I'm trying early. to graduate a semester early, which is literally, like, fall of 2018, so I'm like, why would I drop out now? Like, I'm this close. I might as well just in it to win it at this point. Respect on that. So you're going to go um, three and a half years. That's what I'm planning. Yeah. Wow. If wow. I'm going to take uh, two summer classes, and then I'll be on track. Wow. Unless I have to retake classes this semester. Cause that's I'm crazy. I might have to go sixth year. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's wild. I feel like Give it just it depends how many credit hours you... I took a lot in high school, too. I came into okay. Missouri State with 26, I think. Okay. Like, already out of the way, so I was already, like, two semesters ahead. And then I had to retake college algebra, and I had to retake organic chemistry one. <laughs> so, I if... I, if everything is on track to how I want it to be, then yeah, I'll graduate a semester early, which is awesome. I never thought I would be able to do that, but if it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> like, I'm not really that worried about it, because it'll happen if when it, it happens. happens. It happens. Exactly. It'll happen Good when it you. happens. for you. That's fucking awesome. Thank you. I've Honestly. Been, I've been trying. <laughs> it's like the one thing. But, uh, yeah. I respect it. Appreciate it. Cool. Is there anything else you want to... I feel like we hit a lot, on? yeah. Okay. That's about it. I'm trying to think what I should do after this. Yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll end this now. Okay. I'll start thinking about that. Cool. So we are. Um, do you have a study tonight? Are you doing anything tonight? No, not doing Are you studying? Thing. Do you want? Are you going to the library? Because I, mm-hmm. I had to study tonight. Night. Okay. Go. I've been trying to study like with people, so yeah. it's bearable. You know? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Okay, I'm down. Cool. All right. Well, that concludes this podcast. Mm-hmm. Number sixty-two. I had I hit fifty yes total on mm-hmm. episode number fifty three I believe, so you might be close to the sixtieth guest. Ooh, that's exciting! Exciting Honored. stuff. Honored for sure. <laughs> cool. Well, you heard it here first, live with Sarah Dobbs. <laughs> no way! I think the camera only has a minute on it. That's crazy. That's wild. Okay, cool. Killing the timing. Deuces.